You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of chaserandcouch.com. And this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com and get amazing selection and reliably low prices on all the parts your car will ever need. And when you go, tell them Locked On sent you. How are we feeling? Um, yeah, Blue Jays are now 3-1 after Monday's win over the Rangers. I think this episode is essentially going to follow a similar script. I'm going to talk about a couple things from the game that caught my eye and that I want to talk about. And then in the final segment, I'm going to pivot to look at tonight's matchup. I am recording this at around 3.30 Atlantic time, so should be out in plenty of time before we see... Big Diesel take the field. We'll be talking about him um, in the final segment, because of course. But I do want to focus this episode on on last night's game. I say last night. It was yesterday afternoon. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it was exactly the kind of performance I expected. And you all might have expected, given um, what... I talked about on Monday, but you know me, I'm, I'm still like, I kind of wanted more. Um, just to recap, Blue Jays defeated the Rangers 6-2. Um, yeah, it was sort of indicative of what I wanted them to do. Um, as I uh, as I stated, Texas's pitching is horrendous, and the Blue Jays need to be able to take advantage of it. Well, they did. They they crossed six runs. That's double their average on the season. They only got seven hits, which is still annoying. And you know, there's still a couple trends I'm I'm not a fan of from this offense, but you know. Like I said, I'll, I will talk about them here. The important thing is they had a very vulnerable starter in Mike Fultonevich making his first start in nine months. And they promptly lit him up, as they should have. Fultonevich gave up four hits and four runs and three walks over four innings. Struck out seven because... Well, we'll talk about why because... Uh, but gave up the two home runs that essentially sealed his fate. The two-run shot that Marcus Simeon hit, and then the back-to-back jack that Kevin Biggio put up, all with two outs in the second. Blue Jays taking advantage of a guy who's trying to just get through the inning, and they pounced, which is great. And it's, it's great to see Marcus Simeon do that atop the lineup, with George Springer still out. Um, probably won't be back until the homestand begins in Florida against the Angels. Someone has to be the the lightning bug atop the lineup. And Simeon's starting to do that. The 2-for-5 day raised his average to 222, um, which, you know, slow starts the season. I get it. 
The Blue Jays have a lot of slow starts right now, though. And it's starting to get a little frustrating. Um, Teoscar 0 for 4 with two strikeouts in that game. That, that Texas staff is not good enough to be putting up that line. Even with the hit, Kevin Biggio's batting average is now 143. He scored three of those runs for Toronto yesterday. But still, um, it looks like he's having trouble catching up with heat. Luckily, Texas doesn't have a lot of pitchers that actually throw heat. Bo Bichette with one for four. He's still bat- batting 188 to start the season. Again, this kind of worried me with how slow his spring got off. He was heating up a little bit near the end, but still wasn't really the Bo Bichette that I think a lot of us expected. And then um, just Rowdy Tellez. My God, what is happening here? Like, I... He, he looked all right. In spring, he looked like he was finding the ball and bashing some line drives, but this has just been a miserable start to the season for Rowdy Telez. And and maybe the saving grace for Rowdy is, I don't know if there are any options that would replace him very quickly. Like, unless Tyler White starts, like, hitting bombs at the alternate site or just lights up AAA, Rowdy Telez isn't going anywhere. So he's going to have the time to try and work through this. And as the only other left-handed bat in that lineup, other than Kevin Biggio, he kind of has to. But this is just a, a miserable start to the season for Rowdy. And and I feel for him. I, I wanted to see him do better, but an 0 for 11 is still very ugly. The, the three strikeouts in the finale against the Yankees... Or, sorry, the the um, Saturday game against the Yankees. Very ugly. Like, I, I just wanted to get that first one out of the way. Like, same, same as Alejandro Kirk. He's also over to start the season. But, you know, that's a little more expected from Alejandro, given, again, he's making the jump from single A. Danny Jansen's still batting 125, so I don't know his, his excuse. It, it pains me to say, if not for Randall Grichuk, I... I wouldn't like where this offense is. Randall has been making the most of his opportunity. Two for three in that Monday game. He's batting 462. He has an OPS of 1.332. Granted, it helps hitting in Yankee Stadium. And it helps getting those home runs like he did. But he's providing something that a lot of these guys in the Blue Jays lineup is not. And that's consistent offensive pressure and for a team that's supposed to be top to bottom extremely stacked there's not a lot of consistent offensive pressure and you're not going to be facing the rangers every time you're not going to get um charlie culberson playing out of position and 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 not able to handle balls you're not going to get um nick solak throwing balls away at second base when he probably should be, you know, an outfielder. This this is the series where you need to start tightening those things up. And and maybe the Angels series as well. Um the Angels I mean they're they're off to a good start. They're four and one. They beat Houston on Monday. So they have the potential to be a dangerous team. 
and the Blue Jays do need to tighten it up. The Angels are, are like better versions of the Rangers. They have a lineup that is very dangerous, but the pitching may not be there. So this is going to be essentially a, a staging point for that series. And, you know, 6-2 is nice, but I expected a lot more. And I'm going to be expecting a lot more out of this offense until it shows me it can do it. So, I know, I know. AJ just being annoying and pessimistic about the offense again. Running theme so far. Maybe someone should hit, and maybe then I won't be so pessimistic about it. Just a thought. Anyway, you don't have to be pessimistic when you're shopping for auto parts because rockauto.com has you covered. It's a family-owned business, been operating online for over 20 years. They have a remarkably easy-to-navigate catalog that you can use to find the parts you need for your vehicle, whatever it is. They have auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, so you can see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer and know that you're getting a reliably low price, no matter who you are. So you don't have to spend twice as much for those same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when they ask, how did you hear about us? Right, locked on in there so everyone gets credit and everyone gets to feel good. And their warm fuzzies abound. So, amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Hey, a reminder that this segment of the show is brought to you by Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. Get the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And I know if I'd be running that show, I'd be talking about Stephen Matz. I mean, y'all have heard me talk about Stephen Matz a lot. I'm going to keep talking about Steven Matz because I got a lot of stick when I said I think this trade's going to be good, despite Steven Matz having a miserable 2020. I believe my reasoning was uh, this was the Blue Jays' MO. Find pitchers who have taken massive hits on their value, get them at a knockdown rate, and see if they have the ability to bounce back. And Steven Matz was a prime candidate for that. Entering the final year of his deal, the Mets clearly wanted to to make room for a big starting pitching signing. They thought they were in on Trevor Bauer. I guess I have to say thank you to Trevor Bauer for getting the Blue Jays Steven Matz, which I hate doing because Trevor Bauer is not a good person. I can't call him a garbage person, but he is not a very good person. So, But... That, that is what um, Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins have done as a front office tandem. It's what allowed them to get Robbie Ray off of Arizona. It's why they got Ross Stripling from the Dodgers, even if I wasn't keen on Ross Stripling being in the rotation anymore. Um, it, it's just what they do to maximize that value. And, you know, I, I liked Steven Matz before last year. I, I've had him on my fantasy team a couple times. And it was very clear that he was hobbled by, by the injury that he suffered. Um, 
and and that it was affecting his performance. I mean, you you don't put up those kind of ugly numbers without something going on. It, it's a Kirby Yates argument. While Kirby Yates wasn't exactly healing properly, um, there was reason to believe that um, Matt's shoulder would be better than Yates's elbow. And, you know, coming into spring training healthy, it looked like that was going to pay dividends immediately. Because Matt's was out there just dusting people. Like, um, his spring training stats, he was he was 2-0 in four starts with a 176 ERA and 15 strikeouts in 15 in the third innings. Whip below one. But you can look at that and say, well, these are not sustainable numbers. He has a career whip of 1.3 and an ERA of, of 432. Like... One that does factor in the terrible 2020 season, as well as a very piss poor 2017, which, I mean, the Mets were terrible, so understandable. But given that performance in spring, there was reason to believe that it was translatable. And it certainly was on Monday, as he posted six and a third innings of two hit ball, one walk, Nine strikeouts. He looked like the dominant starting pitcher that the Blue Jays needed behind Hyunjin Ryu. He looked like a guy who was ready to pitch in the playoffs. He looked like a guy who saw a weak Texas lineup. I I, I talked about this yesterday. They had David Dahl. They had Joey Gallo. They had Nate Lowe. But after that, it's like, Brock Holt is still here. <laughs> that is not an imposing lineup. And Matt's had his way with it. Joey Gallo looked foolish for a guy who's batting 500 in that opening series and has long been a power threat. He had no chance against Steven Matz. Um, Nate Lowe had gotten off to a very hot start in that Kansas City series. You know, he had his problems. Um, he managed to convert a a single, which I believe was the only run scored against Matt's in the fourth inning. But again, other than that, Matt's was in complete control. For 91 pitches, 62 of them were for strikes. He's already nearing that midseason form. We see a lot of these guys coming out of games early because... They're, they're just not ready. Steven Matz looks ready to go. And while you, you can talk about the bullpen a little bit, Tyler Chatwood came out and did all right. Um, Rafael Dolis had another inning where he struggled despite striking out three batters. He gave up the double to Brock Holt. Um, that did allow uh, Solak to score. Um, after he got on base. But, you know, it, it it is a good outing against a team that can turn things on a dime with its power. Texas is all about power, but, you know, they, they kept them in check. They kept the ball in the park. And the Rangers weren't able to get anything going. And that's the main thing. So, yeah, it sucks that the only hit that Dolis gave up allowed the hit batter 
to come home. But all in all, starting pitching set the tone. The bullpen did not do anything to completely muck it up. And just a very successful game in the face of 38,000 people at Globe Life Field, which I, I have had people um, tell me they didn't see a problem with having 38,000 people. And I'm, I'm still not comfortable with it until, like, the summer. Like, um, admittedly, America's doing a much better job on vaccination because they have all the vaccination facilities and they can get it out to people. But you still want to get the levels of herd immunity up before you start cramming that many people into a space. Um, they're supposed to reach herd immunity by July. That is amazing. And I hope the All-Star Game in Denver is packed with people just happy to see baseball again. Happy to see good baseball. Especially Denver. Denver deserves it. Traded Nolan Arenado for nothing. But I just don't feel comfortable right now. I felt that was an unnecessary risk. And they are cutting it back down for the rest of the series. They are limiting the amount of people that will be in there. And I, I just hope, you know, a lot of people did not pay the ultimate price for that. That That's my worry. I know people don't share that worry, but I, I live with people who are very susceptible to that virus. And, and I just worry. That's what I do. That's why, it's why I can't fully enjoy a 6-2 win over the Rangers. I gotta be like, well, the offense, blah. So, that's what I'm gonna say about that. Um, what I am gonna say about our sponsors at betonline.ag is that it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. College basketball's done, but the NBA and the NHL and MLB are all here, all going in full swing. MLS starts in the middle of the month. WNBA a month after, so plenty of sports opportunities for you. And if you don't want to bet on sports, you can bet on the Oscars or TV shows or reality TV, whatever you want. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. Free to sign up. You head over to the website, and when you make your first deposit with the promo code Locked On, you receive a fifty percent welcome bonus. So check out BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. This final segment is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast, a daily podcast hosted by veteran fan fantasy analyst Scott Cullen who uses data and nearly two decades of experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I, I know co-hosts that have had problems saying analysts. I, I somehow struggle on fantasy. And, and not just on saying the word, on on fantasy in general. I'm, I'm not having a good start to the season. Doesn't help. I have Trey Turner in both leagues, and, and the Nationals are just getting started today. Makes things a little difficult. Um, speaking of Nationals, former National Tanner Roark will make his 2021 debut tonight um, in the game for the Blue Jays up against Dane Dunning, who, as I mentioned on yesterday's episode, was the main piece that the Rangers acquired from the White Sox in the Lance Lynn trade. So, 
rookie pitcher. He's their number three prospect. He did post a 397 ERA last season for Chicago. He did all right in spring training. He gave up two earned runs for eight in the third innings. Tanner Roark did not have a good spring training by any stretch. And if we're using the Steven Matz principle and saying that because he had a good spring, he is going to have a good season, it's really hard to say that for Tanner Roark. Um, the 844 ERA over 10 two-thirds innings is worrying. The K-to-walk ratio is great. He struck out 14 batters against three walks. But he was not... Like, when batters found his stuff, they were hitting his stuff. And they were hitting it hard. And Texas has a lot of guys who can hit hard. And that worries me going into this one. Just because... Again, it's a team that hits hard. And, you know, I don't have the comparisons between Globe Life Park and Globe Life Field. I can't even remember which one they're actually playing in. Um, but it may have been more of an issue in the older park um, than the newer one. But it's still not good. And, it, and if you take Roark's 2020 as well, um, posting a 680 ERA... Over 47 and two-thirds innings. It it doesn't look good. It doesn't look um, expectable. Yeah, that's the word I'm using. Expectable. For Tanner Roark to reverse that trend. If he does it, it'd be nice. It would give the Blue Jays another starter that they don't really have to think about. But I am a Tanner Roark skeptic. To the point where I I don't even know if he finishes the season with the team, honestly. If TJ Zoic's going to go out there and throw bagels and, you know, they have Nate Pearson and Robbie Ray, hopefully coming back relatively soon. Roark needs a good start to prove he deserves to stay in this rotation. And if he keeps looking like he did last year, and if he keeps looking like he did in spring... He is not going to be here very long. He is going to be released. So a very important start tonight for Tanner just to get off on the right foot. And it doesn't help that the staff from MLB.com says that in four career starts against Texas, he is 0-4 with a 3.91 ERA. That may speak to the lack of run support that he got from those teams. I'm I'm trying to pull up myself the splits just to um, see when he delivered those starts. I have to think one at least one or two of them came with Oakland. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, two of them were with Oakland. He got rocked. Um, gave up four home runs in ten innings, which... Ew. Very ill. Um, and has still given up 32 hits in 23 innings. Even even the good starts where he scattered 7 hits over 7 innings. It does not bode well. And if there was any game going to prevent this from being a sweep, this was going to be the one. So, 
I'm t I'm tempering my expectations. I just want Tanner Roark to last five innings. I think if he lasts five innings, that's a good start. If he gives up four runs, fine. Let's hope that Dean Dunning also has a bad day. But yeah, I'm I'm not keeping my hopes up for this. You know, prove me wrong, Tanner. Prove me wrong. Just like Steven proved me right. And I will keep harping on that until Steven Matz has a bad outing. And then I'll be like, eh, well, whatever. But if you want to keep track of me and make sure that you can get on here and let me have it the day after I, I boldly state that Steven Matz is going to keep being good. And then he goes out and gives up like five runs to the Angels then make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. Um, you can do it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, um, whatever you use to get your podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Blue Jays so you do not miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. Links to the episodes are posted on Twitter. And you can follow me on there at a underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. But it allows me to talk to y'all so it can't be all terrible. It can be mostly terrible. Like, you know, preventing the phone numbers for the public offices of the Arkansas State Senators who will probably try and override the veto that Asa Hutchinson actually put on there, which I'm stunned that he did it. But... Yeah, Twitter doesn't want those phone numbers still up, apparently. But, yeah, it allows me to talk to y'all. So, we'll keep doing that. And until we talk tomorrow, hopefully about another Blue Jays win, but I'm not holding my breath. For everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care. 